Hi, this is Shaz McKenzie, and you're listening to the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Big Gold Belt Wrestling Podcast. We're back with another special edition of the Big Gold Belt Podcast. Storylines have not made sense from WrestleMania to it's, now. It's been the, the best told story leading into this on WWE. This, this pay-per-view, it feels big, it feels important, but ultimately it's exciting. The biggest thing that, that stood out for me when I seen it, I was like, okay, this has to be a joke. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we're all live again for the special episode. This Monday, it is July 2nd. We are about to come up on our Independence Day, but Caitlin is here and they just had Canadian Day. So, uh, happy Canadian, or what would I say? It can, be, it, can be, it can be Canadian Day. I'm totally fine with that. <laughs> we have fireworks, we have butter tarts, we had a lot of beer. It's, uh, it's, it was a good day. So, I'm happy you guys are getting yours in the middle of the week tomorrow. Yeah, but, uh, extra long holidays. Yeah, it sucks that mine is on my telework day, so it's like I just lost the day. Period. So, yeah. but whatever, <laughs> that's for another day. Um, we got my man Hill Will with us. What's going on, buddy? What's going on? Another fine evening on the big gold belt, and I feel like we are part of an international coalition tonight. We got north of the border, we got yeah. down under, we got Woo. America, we got everybody involved tonight. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm I'm excited. Like I'm almost I'm almost nervous that I'm so excited, but um I've been wanting to hold this interview for a long time, and it's finally happening, and a lot of lot of stuff to talk about, and all roads lead to this Friday and Saturday. But we do have the former Harder Shimmer champion, the current PWWA champion, and everyone knows she is the official Denny's champion, Miss <laughs> Saza. <laughs> what's going on? Hey. Hey, hey, hey. Yes, I am the official Denny's champion. I <laughs> all other Australians in my battle to become the champion of Denny's. <laughs> There's no denying that. I mean, your campaign, the the your the the uh the merch, every everything leads to that being adequate. Now we just gotta get you the sponsorship, you know? That's what we do here. We I'm about that sponsorship life. <laughs> <laughs> So, yes, you are, I know now, um, and others may know, but you are on American Soil right now. You've already worked some promotions. You got, you're working uh, three shows this weekend. I mean, you're just not letting off the gas with the traveling <laughs> and just everything. Like, so, you know, tell us about the long struggle. I mean, for anyone who hasn't been under a rock, Australia is a long, long flight. So, tell us it a little is, bit about that. It's a very long flight, and you can feel very isolated from wrestling in general in Australia, like, um, even though there, there's always been wrestling in Australia, I don't feel until like maybe last year or maybe like even just the year before that people started to realize that like there was good wrestling in Australia. Yeah. Um, we've all had to kind of like travel over here to even get minutely noticed um but it's it's hyping up now so hopefully one day everyone will have to take the like 14 15 hour flight to see us in australia and it will be reversed and we won't have to fly 15 hours to wrestle successfully <laughs> though i do love being in america i would live here if i could 
<laughs> I, I will say that there's a lot of indications that 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 dream of um, people making that flight to come see you is it's going to happen within the next three years easily. I think, especially with the big machine making movements towards uh, global domination in wrestling, um, there seems to be, and, and there's a show that's going to be there in October, there seems to be a lot of interest in that territory. So I, I can definitely see that happening. Yeah, exactly. I feel like we're, we're sort of on the cusp of the uh, big boom that England had, or like the UK yeah. scene a few years yeah. ago, where like just before their like big boom. So hopefully like a couple more years, we'll will hit UK status. If not, we'll all just move to America and the UK because that's what we do anyway. <laughs> yeah, so so like right now, can you tell us what some of like the upsides and downsides are for the Australian wrestling scene? Like obviously it's it's still kind of an undiscovered gem, but like is there anything that you think is incredibly special about it that the world should know about or anything that's incredibly frustrating other than the time difference and the long flights? Um, it's like I think the difference is because we don't get to wrestle like consistent like we get to we probably wrestle every weekend but you know over here you'll get you wrestle like Thursday to Sunday like most weeks like all the time you get to wrestle whereas like in Australia it's like one show a week or maybe two shows a week and then you can have like weekends that you don't have any shows so I think the so that's a downside but at the same time it's also a bit of a plus uh because you get um like we get more time to train so like most of the guys that I wrestle with and the, most of the people on my, like, uh, in my, like, area, we train, like, two, three, four, five times a week because we have the time to because we don't have as many shows to, <laughs> to get to. <laughs> so I feel like we're, we're how, like, our basics get a lot stronger, but we don't get as much uh, in-ring experience. So that's, so it also takes us longer to get, to that level, like to the like level where you're like know exactly what you're doing in front of a crowd, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, for sure. But yeah, and then and I think like I also always kind of feel like it's a bit of a catch twenty two. Like I think um, a lot of my success is because I'm Australian and because I'm not like oversaturated in the American scene, so to speak. Whereas I think I wouldn't have like I mean, not that I. It, I haven't shot to fame by any means, but uh, like I don't think I would be in a position that I'm in if I was just one of the girls that had to struggle. Like when I started, this the scene in America would have been a lot harder to break into from being an American, whereas yeah. being an Australian coming in, it was, I guess, a little bit easier. Um, not to say that I hadn't worked for it because I. <laughs> I feel like no, I absolutely, have. absolutely. Um, but yeah, and but I, but at the same time, if I come in these days, like girls coming in these days, it's like there's so much more women's wrestling and so much more respected, and so there's just like it's taking over. Whereas when I I started ten years ago, um, and like women's wrestling was still very much the, uh, you know. The sideshow? Yeah, the sideshow. Like, yes. it was very much like, <laughs> I remember specifically being told, like, I think I was, like, struggling with suplexes when I first started and someone was like, oh, it doesn't really matter. All you really need to know how to do is slap and pull some hair. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh. Like, it, it was like, oh, we won't really bother, like, you know, fixing this that you're obviously struggling with. 
because it won't actually matter in the long run. But, so I, I honestly didn't know how to do a suplex for like a good like year or two because people were just like, oh, no, doesn't, you don't need to know how to do it. It's not something you're going to do. The basics were a bit different back then, 10 years ago yeah, for the exactly. ladies on the scene. Um, exactly. I just, I just got to let you know. So Mike, Mike just messaged me, Mike yeah. of, of uh, Nova Pro, don't know Nova Pro. And he just brought to my attention, and I see it right now, that someone right now on Monday Night Raw has a sign that says Sazer McKenzie for the Making Towns Classic 2 and NXT. Oh. Really? Look, oh. if you can see this. Oh. Wait. What time is that? Oh, oh my that? God. Look, look, look at, at that. They're not, they're not listening to this because they're at Raw. <laughs> that guy's they'll hear, a hero. They'll hear later. They'll hear later. Hey, look, I, I, I'm going to be there. I mean, I, I will. I will. I would be more, more, more than excited if, if, if you know, if that was a thing. I mean, I, any, I, I'll, I'm, I'm ready to do any and everything. That, That's right. That I mean, look, you fit, you fit the mold for what they look for and everything as far as trying to get someone from a, a different demographic and you know representing the nation. And um, obviously, you've already been accustomed to being in in um in NXT. Yeah. I'm just saying that would just be. Damn awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, so I guess the question is, is who is in Albany, New York tonight that brought that sign to Raw that's getting you some publicity <laughs> all the way up there? Yeah, and he's like right I on the know. ramp. I just see it. Yeah, he's... I don't know. I hope that person like will message me at least when this is all done. <laughs> because, like, <laughs> I have no idea. They're putting in a good word, especially <laughs> with Steph out there right now. It's like perfect timing. Oh, yeah, let make sure Steph knows. Shazmak is the girl. Yeah, that yeah, that is that is a thing. Oh, okay, so <laughs> I'm just saying that got me a little excited. But um so 14 I'm, no, I'm sorry, not for why am I getting 14 hours? How long is that flight exactly? Uh well it's 13 on the way over and then 15 on the way back because we like are going against the wind on the way back. So that's, it takes that's an extra right. two hours. Like you're, you're going, you're going back in time too. So that's yeah. Exciting. Yeah. yeah. So. It's... Oh, so I was gonna say. So what? What do you do? And I mean, this is this is me and you talking here because remember I told you before that yeah. I was supposed to be going here in November. And just this long story short, that may not happen now because um my my cousin that that lives there is coming mm. here to get sworn in. Um, oh. apparently you can't get sworn in there. So she has to make arrangements to come here to do it, which puts my trip to going there on standby if she if she gets her date that she's looking to do. So, but that's to Western Australia and Paris, and I think that is listed around like twenty ish or something with a couple of uh, stops. But yeah, my question is, what in the world do you do for that long? <laughs> Uh, this time I bought Wi-Fi. Like, we're not always, <laughs> not all, like, most of the planes don't have Wi-Fi um, for the international flights. But this one had Wi-Fi, so I bought, I, pay, I paid the $20 and I had Wi-Fi. Um, but then I also watched, like, seven movies. Um, <laughs> and I, like, I can't even tell you what movies I watched at this point. <laughs> well, like, I, I remember that I watched Mean Girls, but that's about all I remember. <laughs> yeah like i just like, yeah i was just like i don't know the selection wasn't that great so i was just like clicking random buttons and watching random things 
At no point was I like, yeah, this is what I want to watch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I I done the 10 hours to Hawaii and I pretty much like sleep sleep deprived myself the entire day before. And so when I woke up, I was like two hours out. So I was like, all right, I think I could do that. But then I'm thinking like, but but then I still got a bunch more hours to go. I just don't know what I'm going to do with all that time. Yeah. But I think this is worth a discussion. So uh, apparently a lot of wrestlers has having like flight nightmares left and right. Um, and considering that I know there's not a one shot flight uh, here. Uh, <laughs> who if if. If you had a preference or who is your preference of flying or do you have any flight disasters of your own for all the travel you've been doing? Um, so my favorite like international flight, like favorite people to fly with internationally would be um, probably Qantas who are an Australian yeah. um, airline, but they're very good. I very much like them. Uh, my biggest like flight disaster was um, it was a Furushima one time we had like, we were supposed to fly from Florida to, I want to say, St. Louis. So we went to St. Louis and then we were supposed to fly to Chicago from there. Um, and then when we got to St. Louis, the plane got delayed and then they flew us somewhere else to fly us. I don't know. We ended up going somewhere else and then they were going to fly us to Chicago from there. But then when we got to that second place, maybe that place was St. Louis, um, so we got there and then they were like, oh, we can't fly out of here because there's a tornado. And I was like, cool, so what can we do? And they were like, oh, well, no, first they just, like, delayed our flight, delayed our plane. And then I remember at one point we were just sitting in the in the airport and this siren went off and they were like, tornado warning, tornado warning, tornado warning. And we looked out the window and they could see the bloody tornado, like, <laughs> going past. Oh, my God. <laughs> Yeah, and we look around and, like, everyone has disappeared and we're like, where is everyone gone? Because everyone that works in airports knows that you just hide in the bathrooms, but yeah. no one thought to tell us this. We were just like, oh, where's everyone gone? Because I guess you <laughs> to the giant glass windows if there's a tornado coming at you. And then eventually we figured out that everyone was at the, in the bathrooms and we hid in the bathrooms for a bit. But then we got stuck in St. Louis for a night. And then they wouldn't even pay for like a hotel because it was a natural disaster. And then it was just, it was, yeah, it was a runabout. But I saw a tornado. So that was kind of cool. But <laughs> in a cool way. Because we don't have tornadoes in Australia. So, or at least yeah. if we do. <laughs> so many other poisonous things that want to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> everything. Just everything. Everything that blow us away. That is the one difference. Uh, so I was going to ask, I saw you on NXT a couple months ago, and that was super exciting. So I was like, Shaz, oh, I saw NXT on actual TV, which was yeah. super, super cool to see you. So can you tell us anything about like what that experience was like, like what the uh, the whole TV taping thing was, like straight for TV? I know, I guess you probably had some dark matches with NXT before this. Um, um, I've done, that was my second NXT match. I did a match back in 2015 okay. against Emma. Oh. Um, yeah. So that was, and that was really cool because, um, fun story, because obviously we're both Australian. Um, so I was her first match, her last, sorry, her, her last match before she went to WWE. Like, so I beat her in her last match and sent her off to WWE and stuff oh. uh, before she was there. And so then, like, when um, she needed someone to wrestle, uh, she knew I was in town and she, like, specifically asked for me which was 
bless like cannot thank her enough oh yeah um, so yeah so i we had our match and like they put over on commentary like that i beat her in her last match and like that this was like the comeuppance and stuff of that and stuff so i was like it was, that was really cool um and then obviously it's been a few years since then and i've like i've had tryouts and i've had like a tryout in 2016 when they were down in australia and stuff so i i know i just constantly am sort of trying to get employed <laughs> but i guess we all are really um so yeah so i just sort of hounded them enough to the point where they invited me down to the tapings and stuff because i was over here and um when i got there they just let me know that i had a match that day uh with Kyrie and it was yeah it was just like it all i was horribly sick at the time um mm. which like i re- like i can i watch it and i can just see myself be really sick but at the time <laughs> I was like, yeah i'm faking this really well like no one can tell i'm sick so, yeah i could not tell, could not tell. <laughs> I, just, I was like yeah i'm nailing this because i just had to like just don't be sick because like what it was the week after mania that we filmed it and on wrestlemania i was in uh new orleans and stuff and i was like i had a ticket to wrestlemania and i was too sick like i could not get out of bed on wrestlemania day oh my god and yeah like i was so sick uh, i've never been that sick in my life and then i passed it on to everyone else obviously uh but yeah so that was like first day kind of like out of bed and out doing stuff <laughs> since then <laughs> I was like, oh, I'll just throw myself straight into this. Um, but, yeah, so it was really – it was cool. Like, it's – yeah, any chance that I get to be in or around a WWE ring is, like, that's everything. That's what we're working for. That's what we're doing, all that stuff. Yeah. Hey, you got you got your own Jumbotron. You got your own music and everything. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, which, love I love The music song. was tight, too. Yeah. Uh, it's a sign for bigger things to come, maybe. I'm just saying, August seventh. <laughs> August seventh, full sale. I'll be there. You didn't just get the cold uh standing already in the ring and it's like, oh yeah, that's Shazza. And our opponent. Yeah. <laughs> you, got, you got the full entrance. That's always a good yeah. sign. Yeah. yeah. You have to practice your entrance in front of everyone. They all stare at you. They probably don't need <laughs> You did nail it. You, 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 have to, you have to go out and strike your pose or like try out different poses to strike for everybody. Um, yeah, they I think it's more like just to make sure that the camera knows where to go when oh, you get in the ring differently. So it's just to make sure that the camera guys know what points they have to hit and stuff if yeah. I'm gonna like get in what side I'm getting in the ring and stuff like that. Of course that makes sense. I you know, speaking yeah. of you being sick down in New Orleans, I mean Apparently, there was some type of infection or something that went around because tons of people were sick. Like, yeah. So, but to miss WrestleMania, yikes. But even still, if you was even mo- remotely sick, hungover, whatever it may have been, that was nine hours. So <laughs> you had to be battle tested and completely healthy to do it because it, it was it was a war. You versus your soul in there. <laughs> yeah. No, I was, I was really bummed that I missed it because... Um, Obviously, they had the women's uh, battle royale and um, Dakota Kai and Peyton mm-hmm. Royce were in it. And I was like, oh, I've missed, like, their first WrestleManias. Like, yeah. that's, like, because they're my friends. Yeah. It is storming outside. I heard that, and I thought it was here. Uh, Maryland weather is yeah. bipolar. I mean, it it was. Well, let's talk about yeah. weather real quick because Caitlin apparently has a hundred and what degree weather? It's, it's, it's feasible. Okay, quote, unquote, it feels like. 
114 Fahrenheit. Ah. No, I had to I had to convert that because you know every other civilized country uses Celsius. Oh boy. <laughs> so metric system. What action. does this mean? Oh boy. Dividing and I just crazy. It is a weird, weird heat up here. Like I cannot tell you, which is like thankful that a lot of the pro wrestling, like the indie promotions up here, at least run in buildings with air conditioning. Not like some of the other ones that are not a not as with the times. So we don't die of heat stroke at wrestling shows. <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> yeah, that was the dream. Anywho, um, so yeah, WrestleMania weekend. Another thing I wanted to note about that, not just WrestleMania weekend, but that month of April alone. Um, now this may be unofficial, but um, as of CageMatch.net, uh, um, that month you worked thirteen matches they have listed, and that is of your ten-year career. Um, the most you've ever worked in a month at one time. I mean, so, it's the most I've worked in America in one time. Okay. <laughs> I figured that. I figured uh, that. Yeah. Get I, on cage, cage, match. cage match misses pretty much all of my Yeah, times, yeah. <laughs> which are pretty regular. Um, but yeah, I did work a lot that month. <laughs> it was good. It was a good month. <laughs> that, that sounds like a pretty intense month. So, in your career so far, do you have one favorite wrestler that you've loved to wrestle more than any others? Is is it hard to name just one like favoritism? Um, well, at the moment, my favorite person in the world to wrestle is Jessica Troy. Okay, I'm saying that because she's in the room. She's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> I put in a good word. <laughs> she she genuinely is. Um, like I think more people need to see her and um see what she does and stuff because I think she's fantastic and I've watched her grow over the last like two three years into a great wrestler um and yeah I like I think there's so many like everyone I'm gonna list is Australian because I think that the Australian girls are such a good crop like yeah um like Madison Eagles obviously love working with her Kellyanne Charlie Evans um I miss wrestling uh Billy Kay and Payton when they were Australians with us, but now they're <laughs> off being famous people. Um, <laughs> yeah, but they, I must they be so proud of them, though. They look so great out there. Just like I, it's such a representation, too. I love them so much. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, like it, I, it's we've been very lucky with the girls that have come out of Australia. So it's just that there isn't that many of us. Uh, so that's why we travel over here, so we can wrestle more people. <laughs> As weird, so, as, it's, as weird as that statement sounds, it really does seem like it's a lot of you all, though. Yeah, I mean, not in, like, there's probably, like, well, now that at the moment there's, like, six or seven of us that are, like, in our little group of mm-hmm. girls that train together and um, do shows together and stuff. Um, but, the like, there's obviously other girls um, around the country and stuff that we also... Uh, wrestle but yeah like we have a pretty good little group um, of girls in our little area but we always want more girls we always want more girls to work hard and train hard and wrestle and just want yeah like that's what I love like when I came over here in April I think like I wrestled like six or seven people I'd never wrestled before which was like like that's the whole reason I come here like Cause there's so like, there is so many girls here. There's so many people that like, there's so many possibilities. Like in the room that I'm sitting in right now, I can look across and there's like a shimmer poster. Um, and it has like the girls and I can like, there's like at least seven or eight of these girls that I've never wrestled. So mm-hmm. 
uh, on this like one poster. Yeah. So there's yeah, there's heaps of possibilities and there's heaps of girls that I'd love to wrestle. It's a bigger talent pool available than I guess it would be back home, or it's a much exactly. much more limited situation. Now yeah. I've always heard going back, I mean, I didn't even realize that you were, were 10 years in. So, I mean, the differences between now and 10 years ago have just got to be gigantic. I mean, I always remember hearing from even from folks that were just fans in Australia, how it would be so hard just to like feel kind of connected to the wrestling scene because you were just so far removed from it and just seeing shows in like a good time frame and not seeing them like weeks after they happened. And I would always hear horror stories about that. I was like, Oh yeah, I finally got to see WrestleMania like a month later. <laughs> there was no other way to do it. It took, it just literally would take that long to getting around to seeing it for the, for the tapes to travel, I guess. But nowadays it's not so much like that, but I would imagine back 10 years ago when you were first I mean, going to get into things, it had to be a lot harder of a road. <laughs> Ten years ago, it wasn't that bad. We weren't tape trading. <laughs> but, um, it, yeah, like, Raw, uh, so Raw is in Australia, um, like, American time, it's, when it airs live in America, it's, like, Tuesday morning for us. Mm -hmm. And then SmackDown would be, like, Wednesday morning for us. Um, and back when I started watching wrestling, Raw would air on the Friday night and then SmackDown would wear on air on Saturday night. Like, so that's how long it would take to get to us. Um, which meant that like when I started watching wrestling, I just stopped having a life because I wanted to watch the wrestling. Because <laughs> this was also like before like um, DVR or whatever that, like the stuff where you like take the, stuff and watch Even a bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah. before all that stuff. So um, you would just, if you wanted to watch the wrestling, you just watch it there. Uh, but then... Uh, yeah, like over the time now it is like it is live in Australia, which is also not convenient because <laughs> I have to go to work and do stuff at 10 a.m. on a Tuesday and a Wednesday because I need to do something with my life. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah, so it, it still is at a very inconvenient time, uh, but the internet's a lot fancier now and I keep up with Twitter and then I make sure if there's anything that I'm like, oh, I need to see this, I'll make yeah. sure I see it and stuff like that. And there's all the networks and everything. Like, I'm subscribed to, like, 20 different wrestling networks. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> it all adds up. Streaming. So when, when, streaming. The, when the WWE pay-per-view happens in October, we're going to be the ones watching it in a weird time zone. Very true. It'll be, it'll be like, 2 a.m. here, and we'll be watching this pay-per-view. Yeah, and I'll be like, oh, look at this normal time. Yeah, I, <laughs> yeah I, I I did watch an interview of yours uh, from another show, and um, you were talking about how you would order um, your Shimmer DVDs, and they'll come like a month later. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> if if not more, like it's yeah, it's the the uh, like postage system is still horrible. Yeah, like, it's still at least two weeks for something from overseas to get to me, unless I pay like. I don't know, hundreds of dollars for shipping. And then custom, custom still hold it up, so it doesn't even exactly. matter. So. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I can honestly relate because my, my my car is Australian, and when I had to get parts for it, and it comes from there, from the holding factory, rest in peace, um, 
it would say, oh, yeah, it'll just take uh, seven to 10 days and seven to 10 days will turn into like seven to 10 months. And I just like, <laughs> it was just a shifter knob. Like, what took <laughs> so long? Oh, so, bless, bless the Holdens. Yeah. Great cars, man. Great cars. Um, so one thing I, I will say is, um, so you, you have been very vocal about um, once wrestling came into your life, you were just all in for it. And yeah. <laughs> um, from my experience, from uh, friends of mine who are also Australian, a lot of Australians too, and I think it just caters to why this was such a big thing for you is that um, Australians are complacent. Like by any means, if there's an opportunity to go see the world, you guys are gone in a heartbeat. <laughs> and and I was telling you about a friend of mine who uh, works in the caves in there, or the mines. I'm sorry. Yeah. And if anybody's not familiar with that, they um is it is it oil? Or I forget what it is um, that they're. I think. Oh, it's coal. I've been corrected. That coal. It's coal. Oh, coal. Yes, yes. <laughs> and they would do like what three months in there, make like yeah, fifteen thousand or something, and then just the whole rest of the year they're just gone. Yep. So. So I so I guess my question is like once you realize what it was going to take to to legitimately be dedicated um in this profession, and you realize travel and stuff came along. Ideally, what was just the first place that came to your mind that you was like, I, I want to go there and wrestle? Well, okay, so here's my fun story. Um, so when I started watching, I started watching wrestling when I was like 15, 16. Um, like I was a teenager. I was in year 10 at school. So I was reasonably late for any sort of, like, especially for a female to start watching. I was pretty late um, to be like, yeah, this is what I want to do. Um, but the second I started watching, I was just like, yeah, this is it. Like, no, like, nothing will stop me. Um, so in Australia at the time, you can leave school after year 10 and you have a high, uh, you have a school certificate or you can do year 11 and 12 and you get a high school certificate. And being the idiot that I am uh, and obsessed with wrestling as I was, I was like, well, I don't need school anymore. I'm going to go be a professional wrestler. <laughs> Bad idea. Don't do that, kids. Uh, I mean, it's worked out okay. I've gone my life together, but it was retrospectively sp thinking probably should have stayed in school. Um, but I quit school so that I could go and I could get a job and I could save up money so I could be a wrestler. My original idea was that I was going to save up all this money and go to Lance Storms. But of course, I saved up all this money and went to the closest school that I could go to uh, <laughs> that would take my money, which was a school that took a lot of my money. Um, <laughs> and very overpriced so I had to save up a fair bit of money um so like basically I always had this idea that I had to work like my job to p make the money so that I could go do the wrestling so like my first year like within my first year as a professional wrestler um I think I'm pretty sure I wrestled in every single state of Australia that had wrestling which is like it doesn't sound like a lot because we don't have 50 states like America but for someone to do that in their first year of wrestling back then it was still pretty, it's, pro, it's pretty unheard of these days still. Like it's still like, it takes a while for people to get out there and stuff. But I was just like, no, I'm doing this. Like this is everything to me. Um, and I moved to Melbourne and I like was part of the birth of Melbourne city wrestling, which um, is the company in Australia that I guess gets a lot of, press and stuff because they've got the um, the most footage and stuff out there um, where and so I I moved there I moved back home and so 
Uh, I, I moved all over the place and I was just constantly working to make the money so that I could go and wrestle because there's no there is no money in wrestling in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting like it's getting a lot better now where we're not losing money, but yeah. we, like, you definitely lose your money the first few years um, in uh, Australian wrestling. Um, and then in 2012. I was like, so all my friends had kind of like done like either Lance Storms or they'd, uh, people used to go to, uh, it was really popular with Australians to go to California and train, um, I don't remember what school was called, but it was with uh, Jesse Hernandez. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. God, what is that called? I don't remember. But that <sighs> it was, it was super popular with Australians at the time to go and like do like three months there. Um, and so when I was, yeah, in 2012, I was just like, I'm sick of all my friends like traveling and doing all these things. And I just like quit my job and <laughs> took all my money and yeah. went to uh, Philadelphia for uh, six weeks um, and just trained at Chikara and trained at Ring of Honor um, and just was like, I just need to go be a wrestler. And that's when I did my first shimmer trip. Um, and then I just sort of, kept coming back and kept annoying people until they realized that they weren't going to get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> As dedicated and now I come back lots. I did <laughs> not, I did not know that you uh, worked Chakar and it's, that's kind of, wow, that makes me wonder because I, I, I did see, and now I know now um, upon my homework for the show that you did have um, aspirations as working with Chakar um, but you going you're going to be working with your car um, come August 31st. So I'm, I'm trying to say. So what happened in that media gap? I mean, you 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 work Quackenbush uh, seminars and stuff, and obviously you got in the ring. So was it just traveling or or just dates that line up or something for you? Because like you said, that's been one of your biggest goals you wanted to it's, do. Yeah, it's it, being wrestling for Chicago has always been like the absolute be all and end all for me. Um, when I was over there in 2012, I got to wrestle for uh, wrestling is fun. So yeah. they yeah, so like their sister, like their little sister, sort of developmental companies. So that was like for a long time, I thought that was just the closest I was ever going to get um, to that dream of wrestling for Shikara. Um, but then, yeah, um, it's like. I mean, it, he's never. There's never really been shows that have lined up with when I've been at the states and stuff. So I've never really uh, tried to chase the chase it down too much. Yeah. Um, but then when he was down here in October last year, it was last year. I was sitting there. I was thinking. I was like, oh, Jess Troy's trained at Shikara. Madison <laughs> Eagles trained at Shikara. I've trained at Shikara. Wouldn't it be like a really cool idea if like the three girls from PWA that have trained at Chikara were a team in King of Trios. And so I just kind of like talked to the girls about it and then we we're like, yeah, maybe we should see if Crack would be interested in this. And then he was. And I was like, this is the really coolest thing ever. Cause like, oh, like I'm ridiculous. When he said that like we could do it, I like legitimately was crying because it's just like so ridiculously ridiculous to me that I would be in King of Trios. Cause yeah. I watched all of it i've got like um i've just, yeah i like shikaratopia i'm like obsessed i love yeah. shikara it's just fun and just makes wrestling fun exactly and that's what it should be 
Yeah, Quack is a genius, and he frequently runs um, seminars at Nova Pro. And God, if it was for fans, and I know a lot of a lot of fans of Oklahoma <laughs> City were to attend it, but uh, apparently it's only for wrestlers. But I mean, to be able to be under his tutelage and just pick his brain, I mean, that's that's gotta be awesome feeling. Then to actually work <laughs> for Jakar, that's I mean, yeah, he gets no better than that. He's so smart. And that's, I, yeah, yeah. King of Trios will be August 31st uh, through September 2nd for anyone um, in this immediate Philly and Washington, D.C. area. Yes, please come watch. So, please. <laughs> so, uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. So, um, dang, I forgot what else I was about to bring up. Something else just crossed my mind <laughs> that quick. <laughs> I know, I, got, I can pop something in here really quick because when I was doing my research, this came up and I was like, I got to ask about this because maybe it's just someone having fun on the Wikipedia. Oh, there is something- <laughs> oh, oh, oh no. <laughs> oh, no. As extensive of a world traveler as you are, Shaza, yeah. have you apparently wrestled in Antarctica in the last month or so? <laughs> No, I definitely remember doing that. I'm pretty sure I lost as well. Apparently, that's the yeah. that's what it says. It's a match in Antarctica. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, that definitely happened. I recall that very, very predominantly in my brain. Yeah, just yeah. under twenty six minutes. Apparently, this matchup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's on Wikipedia. It must be true. It's true. Oh, exactly. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. When does the internet lie? The internet never lies. <laughs> Does not lie, guys. You've got to believe it. <laughs> That's a funny one. <laughs> I, I was like, that. okay. I was like, I didn't hear anything about this. <laughs> oh, it's true. Don't worry. It's definitely true. <laughs> so, <laughs> I know what I want to tell back to a little bit. Then I will get towards the end of uh, what you what you'll be doing this weekend. Um, so, upon oh, no two questions actually. One for all the traveling you're doing, you have to be like a platinum member of some airline, right? Oh. Oh, people will listen to this and get very upset at me. Because oh. every time I mention it to another wrestler, they're just really upset. Oh, my God. I, I oh. hope you're not going to say what I think you are. I do not have any loyalty. <gasps> oh, my God. God. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. You'll be flying the world for free. <laughs> I know. I'm an absolute mess. All right. Well, that's 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 the end of the show. Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my Lord. I, I mean, like to not think about like the the amount of free stuff I could have. I just it would hurt my heart too much. <laughs> Man, I mean, I was just waiting for you to just blow it out the gym. Like, yeah, I'm platinum with this airline, this airline. I mean, first class for free. Blah blah blah. You even get into I, the the Delta pla- uh, uh What do you call it? The Delta the Club, club where you could get club, some yep. stuff before. I mean, I just look out the window, look through the glass, like, man, one day that'll be me. <laughs> yeah, one time. Well, Madison Eagles is is a platinum M something. I'm pretty sure. And one time she let me go into the the lounge with her, and I was like, oh, I should probably sort my life out. So I'm in here all the time, but I did. And, and speaking of her too, I know she's been sick and had to pull for some shows. So definitely want to send her get well soon. Yes. I was looking forward to seeing her come uh, this friday at nova pro so get yeah. well very very soon and return back of course yes, please. of course i've got to beat her up when i get home <laughs> and um and then my last question then we'll get into the shows is um so so upon your first time of coming to coming to america um let's talk about some of the things that was a culture shock to you now 
I can I, again I can re refer back to a few things with my little cousin. Uh, first time she's seen snow, I remember she freaked out. Um, <laughs> when she we took her to the grocery store one day, we were getting stuff, and um, I picked up a lunchable, and she almost lost her mind. She was just like, "Wait, <laughs> all this is already like made and pre packed I was like, "Yeah, uh, yeah. what?" <laughs> but, um, uh, yeah, tell us some. I think it's, a lot of it is just like the different words that we use for things. Uh -huh. like, bathroom. Yeah, bathroom. And you got like, wait, do I call it the bathroom? Potty. I, I mean, a uh, toilet. I don't call it the potty. I call <laughs> toilet. It the toilet. Yes. Yeah, I will ask someone if I can go to the toilet and they'll be like, what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the bathroom? Yeah. yeah. The bathroom. Um, and... Thongs is a big one because I wear thongs, but you guys call them flip flops. And that's. Yeah. Bit of an issue because oh, that's a tough one. Thongs a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Bathing suit, you call it a yeah, bather. Kazi. Oh, he... Kazi. Kazi. We just shorten everything and then sometimes add a or e on the end of it. Kind of. I don't know, like. There's just like lots of like vacation little thing. Yeah, holiday. Holiday. Oh, that okay. that one drives me nuts. Yeah. <laughs> word vacation drives me nuts. It's a really naughty word. <laughs> <laughs> Not a good word. Um, um, yeah, it's just like lots of little things like that. I I like that everything here is like you can get so many like portion sized little snacks. Like everything is already like separated into like one person snack sizes. <laughs> like supermarket, like you can walk in and get get your apple in like five different servings, cut up and ready to go. Like you don't get that in Australia. You just yeah. buy a whole. And then you have to cut it yourself, or you just eat it like. <laughs> now I never, been, I've never been to Canada, so I'm not sure if this is a thing there too. But I know the biggest thing that has to be a shock is after you are ready to get your check from a place. There's a line for tip in total, and that tip line does not uh, is not a thing. Um, oh yeah, we do not tip in Australia. We do not at all. So, I wow. age. Well, we we also like a minimum wage is like eighteen, nineteen dollars an hour. Yeah. So, so no, so that has to be something that's totally understood because I was just like, that's gotta be something that's included with the money. Cause... Yeah. No, that's why. <laughs> we, yeah. yeah, we don't tip. Like we'll we'll tip very rarely if someone mm. gives us very exceptional service, but it's extremely rare. Like everyone, yeah, we we pay people a bit higher, so we don't have and like tax. That's an annoying one. Tax. Why is the tax not included in the price of stuff? Yeah, that's a big one. So annoying. Like if I get something and it says that it's four sixty nine, and I go up to the counter and suddenly it's like five dollars. I'm like, what just happened? <laughs> like, why did you not just include that in the label of the like product that I'm purchasing so I can get the correct amount of money? That yeah, that blows that. Oh, that drives me crazy. I just got mildly depressed thinking about like you guys don't even understand like the pain we deal with with Uncle Sam, who is the the icon <laughs> for tax. So you know, this <laughs> invisible guy collects all this money, and we just don't even ever see where it goes. I mean, they used to say, "Oh, it goes to the streets in school," but I mean, <laughs> you listen to the radio or the news enough, you're like, "Yeah, but we're complaining about schools all day." And uh, I just blew a tire because it was just gigantic pothole in the middle of the road so I mean, we, we pay tax 
Like we pay tax on all of our goods and services and we pay tax out of our um, wages, but they just take, like, it's just, just you just purchase a product. And if it says that it's $5, that $5 includes the tax. So I don't worry when I go to the counter, I just give them $5. I don't have to be like, oh, maybe it's going to be $5.20 today. Yeah. How am I supposed to know? Maybe more in America, they need to have it spelled out how much of your money is going to Trump's golf courses. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only thing I can think of. (laughs) All your tax dollars are going, gentlemen. How much of it's going to greens fees? There you go. (laughs) But did you... I know another thing, and then I'm, I'm definitely switching from it now. So another thing I know um, that is maybe a, a an American phenomenon is, and maybe you got your first one at the last Nova Pro Show, but fanny packs. Oh, <laughs> I did have a fa- Okay, so it's a bum bag, first of all. <laughs> bum bag? <laughs> yeah, it's a bum bag. It's not a fanny pack. Because a fat like, so, okay, so also fannies are different in, Amer- like, you, like, a fanny to you guys is your butt, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And yeah. In, England, too, in England, too, England, your fanny's your ass. Okay, well, it, that is, no. Fanny is, is, is not that in Australia. Your fanny is the front. Oh, so that's your, oh. oh. Yeah. yeah, so that I think is, I knew that. Oh, shit. That's why fanny pack is very yeah. overwhelming when I hear the term. That's why it's <laughs> This is fine. I want to learn more. Yeah, I love it. I love this. Well, they're so popular now that it's. uh, But even us calling them bum bags just sounds ridiculous over here. Yeah, just the whole naming them anything is ridiculous. (laughs) Wrestler's best friend, though. You're just wearing your fanny pack and get all your merch money in it and everything you need. Love fanny pack. It's the smartest thing I've ever done is purchase a, a bum bag. Not not fashionable, but they're wonderful. I love them. No, yeah, exactly. I I got over stuffing money in my like gear and it being sweaty. <laughs> it didn't seem like the right thing to do anymore. Needed to class it up with a bomb bag. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you were sporting that nice Nova Pro one uh, when you was in town, and yeah, uh, all about it. I I mean, like Caitlin said, if you're not a wrestler until you have a fanny pack. Nope. Mm-hmm. That's just it. Exactly. I can oh, only imagine, right. too, you, you want to keep the money in one place so you don't have somebody, like, steal it from your, your merch table yeah. or something. So you yeah. keep everything on you. It's very safe. Yeah. You want to probably put somebody in a headlock or a suplex if they're taking your stuff. Yeah, no, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be very good at that. <laughs> not not good in a real fighting com- uh, situation. Probably, so... for, the, probably for the best. So, okay, so this topic, because I'm going to not give fame to, um, uh, or and when I mean fame, by stating uh, any individual name, it's not worthy of being said, but um, if anyone's been a fan of yours, obviously everyone is, and um, keeps an eye on your social media, you made a post about, um, what has it been now, Kayla? Sorry? Uh, the, her post, how long has it been? About, about a month now? About a month or so. <laughs> couple months yeah yeah and and i and i i just want to say um one um the courage is unpearl i mean that takes a massive amount of courage and um for 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 all the reasons because of the fact of uncertainty how it may go i mean it comes with negativity 
but nonetheless, the positivity is all that matters. And for you, um, a 10 year uh, vet now, um, and to be at the iconic level, because, you know, maybe that's not something you thought about upon posting it, but afterwards, um, that's absolutely the stage that you took. And, um, not that your age is important, but you know, you can look back at the younger people who's just getting started, um, maybe trying to build the courage to step out into the real world themselves. Um, something that you wanted to do for a long time. And now that you're able to, and now that you are publicly and with social media and everything too, um, it's easier to contact people and stuff like that. Um, times have changed drastically. Some things haven't changed, and for the fact of you um to be an iconic figure for change for positivity and others to reach out to you. Um, from me and from around the show, we 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 all just want to say, you know, thank you for being that person and um, giving back into the community um, in the right way. Oh, thank you! Like, like it, it was a hard story to share, and it wasn't the first time I shared that story. Um, it was just probably the first time that it hit a bunch of dirt sheets and blew up the way it did. Um, and the reaction that I've gotten to it has always been very much on a positive, like very positive. Uh, and there's always going to be a few people that will um, be negative uh, because it's the internet and that's just how it is. But I know from the messages that I've received and from talking to uh, different people that I know that I've done the right thing in sharing my story. And I know that I'm not alone in sharing in, my, in the story that I've told. And that is why it's so important for me to share that story uh, because people need to realize that it is a much bigger problem and that my story is just a, an example of things that happen regularly and still happen regularly and the goal is to stop that behavior happening it's stop, to stop people in the locker room seeing anything re like that any any remote behavior like that as okay as a joke as a rib as um anything because i think we're just brought up on this culture in wrestling that it's a boys club and boys will be boys uh, and that needs to stop and we need to remember that at the end of the day we're all humans and whilst we live in this weird subculture of professional wrestling uh, where we have a bunch of different rules the rules of humanity still apply to us yeah yeah anything that can make uh, the wrestling industry safer for women is definitely a huge awesome step forward so it's, it's really amazing that you took that initiative to tell that story because if we're not talking about it, then it just kind of all goes under the radar and nothing will ever change, right? So that was really good. That was a really great move. Thank you. Yeah, and I, and I think um, because you was already my favorite, but um, after that came out, I mean, I was just like, yeah, I, this is powerful. Um, and, you know, you're you're within the ranks of people like me and Yim as well, who's also been an advocate for. And to the statement that you made, you know, we got to we got to break the trend, the trend of people thinking some of this stuff is acceptable or even the people who have no clue if it's right or wrong to know that this is a definitive wrong. Yeah. Exactly. And I think that's what it's all about. Exactly. So. All right. But a brighter note now, um, we couldn't have a show without talking mm -hmm. about, you know, your favorite thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> yes indeed yes indeed <laughs> how how does I, I gotta hear it right from the beginning how does an australian girl discover the delicacy that is denny's 
Um, uh, so the original Shimmer, like, so I, I think it comes back to Shimmer. So the original Shimmer Hotel was literally a two-minute walk to Denny's. So okay. that would be where we would get breakfast. That's where we would get dinner. That's where we would end up at 3 a.m. after all of our tapings. It's just that was – it was where we would go. And it's just – like, to explain it is that in Australia, at when we finish wrestling, so say we finish at midnight, like packing down the ring, everything like that, we're on our way home, we get, we're hungry, we want to go get some food. The only thing, and I mean literally the only thing that is open after like 10 p.m. is McDonald's. Like, and there, there's no choice in McDonald's. It's you getting a burger or you're getting some weird salad if you're trying to be healthy and you, you're getting, you're getting crap. Like, you know, like borderline, you just, you're getting crap. So when you come to America and you walk into this beautiful building where you get to sit down and someone serves you and they bring you and you can uh, you can order something you can order dinner you can order lunch you can go order breakfast you can order like just snacks you can order a milkshake you can order dessert you can order anything you want and you can change it as much as you want that's the best thing in america you can change a meal so that is what you have ordered is completely different to what you like you've just ordered something completely different you can order whatever it is and then without this without this without this but add this but this, and you've just got a completely different meal and nobody's going to eye. And it's great. God bless America. Like, it's actually great. And that is why I love Denny's. <laughs> the so, biggest... of course, this, this begs the question. We, we got to know. We got to know. So what's the go-to? Is it a Moons Over Miami? Is it an All-American Slam? Is it one of the burgers? What what What, what is Shazza's go-tos on Look, the Denny's menu? It will, it will depend on what mood I'm in. So, like, for breakfast, usually I'm, like, yeah, I'm going to be healthy. I'm, like, starting my day off right, so I'll get a fit slam. Um, and then depending on if I'm being healthy or not at night, so, uh, like, the last two times that I went, so, like, I went two times the other two, yesterday and the day before, um, those two times I got uh, the uh, gouda and chicken uh, skillet because that was, like, Ooh. a free meal. I, I love I love gouda. This Gouda's the skillets are strong. The, the skillets, skillets have a lot of strength. Yeah. They had, when they were doing the Star Wars, uh, the, not Star Wars, the Solo special, mm. they had a um, skillet that had the hash browns in the skillet. Ooh. It, the great, like instead of potato in the skillet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was, it was heaven. So that that's probably, if they could bring that back. That was probably my favorite thing I've ever eaten there. Um, but yeah, they, we don't have hash browns the way you guys have hash browns. Like we don't have those crispy little cut up things. That's just yeah, doesn't exist. So, in Australia. so just, yeah, everything. By the way, they might still make that. I mean, it's like one of those, like what they call it, like the dark menu type of things. So you oh, might yeah, still menu stuff. <laughs> yeah. dark menu. They might oh, have yeah. that for you. Um, That's next but, time. But I, we need to know what is the go-to bill after oh, uh, after working the show. Okay, well, it depends if I have to work another show. <laughs> 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 so you mean like my Sunday night meal? <laughs> yeah, 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 like Sunday. Night. You're wrapping up the weekend. You're wrapping up the weekend. That it's probably uh, like they have like these um, like caramel and banana pancake things there had some one time oh. Oh, like oh whenever they have peanut butter pancakes oh, oh yes oh. yes the peanut butter chocolate ones yes those what 
The new ones, yeah. the new Denny's pancakes are tremendous since they redid them. We, I do a YouTube channel where we review junk food. And we specifically <laughs> reviewed the new Denny's pancakes when they came out. And those peanut butter chocolate ones are the devil. They are the devil. They are amazing. Right. Yeah. Love them. Awesome pancake puppies. I love a good pancake puppy. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We're talking about language. There we go. <laughs> Well, well, I, think I, I, I'm just, I'm just looking at this Denny's menu right now because full disclosure, never set foot in one. We have one in, in Toronto, like one. And these look, these look insane. How does anyone eat this? This is crazy. <laughs> peanut, peanut butter cream pancake breakfast. Mm -hmm. like, oh wow, this is a like lot. Eggs and bacon with their sugary pancakes. Oh yeah. wow, wow, <laughs> Denny's. I have to go now. I have to check this out. Thank you for introducing me to this. Whatever all this stuff. I think uh, I think Will, it, will, it would almost be criminal if you didn't uh, set up what what are we going to try Friday? I know we're going to figure out something. I mean, we got those new Oreos. Denny's is a little trickier to bring to a building, but we're going to well, figure I mean, out I feel something. Like I'm going to end up at Denny's after the building. Oh yeah, there that's that's definitely happening. Yeah, even well, if we have to wait like another hour, like we did last time. <laughs> I just want to let you know that it's primarily my fault every time food does not come. Or never comes. <laughs> okay, so I'm not sitting at the same table as you next time. Actually, actually, actually <laughs> it's not me. It's Mike. That, and then I, it influences to me that it never happens. So me alone is fine. Me and Mike doesn't work. It's a, it's a <laughs> uh, catastrophe. Yeah, my milkshake was bomb too, by the way. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you had, you had you some. That's food. right. You just had a milkshake. I just was, I don't know. I just didn't want to chance it. I mean, no, I ordered... I ordered nachos at Buffalo Wild Wings and they never came. So I just went Weak. very, very limited this time. And I was like, they Weak. can't mess up a milkshake, right? <laughs> all, right. all right, I'll throw I'll throw down this Friday. Too bad Facebook can't be with us. Yeah. No, oh, she just had surgery. I hope she's doing yeah, well. Yeah, speedy recovery to her as well. Yeah, I miss well. her. So we talking so much about the weekend, so let's get into it. Um, you are making your return back to Nova Pro. Nova Pro will be having their um, what is this? Their third annual American yeah. Slang, American yeah. Slang 2018. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, I've been at every single one of them, and the cars each and every year are just progressively getting better. You were here in April for the Old Dominion Rumble where you faced Jordan Grace, mm -hmm. and um, it's not because anyone had no clue who you were but the nova crowd was absolutely as we always do you can never come once if we cheer please come back <laughs> so who you yeah, are I have to come back like in a month yeah yeah we, we, we this is how we have to do i mean we, we 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 bring you into our home and you just can't leave that's just it that's fair. <laughs> that is what it is but i gotta say um one 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 important thing is that the Nova fans is like family, and I think that upon you coming, and you know, you're you're a big deal. But you walked through, you spoke to everyone. I was like, oh yeah, this this is this is the type of people that we want constantly coming in in here because, like, um, you know, not that not that I've had any run-ins at Nova, but at other promotions, you know, some of these big big names they, they don't have times for the fans, but. For you to come in and make sure you took time to speak to every single person and i don't even think you had merch there but you still stood around and made sure you you, you spoke to people or people had time to speak to you so um i think again that's a big testament to your character and i'm very very excited to have you back uh come oh. this friday oh thank you <laughs> 
and um, you will be facing another big uh, up and coming person and part of the Nova uh, crowd who we have not seemed to release as, as well because we need her to keep coming back in Harlow hair. So um, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I, I don't know which way the crowd is going to go with this one. I'm very excited because it's an, another like first time matchup for me. So that's the whole reason I come over here to wrestle people that I can't wrestle back home. So uh, every time I get to wrestle someone completely new, it's a completely different experience and you never know how the match is going to go and how it's just an exciting, uh, it's just exciting seeing like two different styles come together and make something completely new and different. So yeah. I'm very excited. Can't wait. Harlow has this thing of making people pray. Um, I hope you are not victim to that. <laughs> I, will, I will avoid praying. <laughs> um, by, by the way, um, I have to say when this when the card was unfolding, um, you do you you I, I was for a second thinking like, um, maybe we should rename this card <laughs> Australian slang. slang. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're so, gonna do an Australian slang seminar though before the show. Hundred bucks a pop, <laughs> <laughs> or payable in Denny's gift cards. One of the two. Also, yes, yes, we'll, we'll we'll accept Denny's gift cards as payment. <laughs> but, and then right from Nova, yeah. you, you're you're right on the road, and uh, you got a big double shot going on with a uh, rise up in yes. uh Naperville, Illinois. So you got some miles ahead of you uh, after Friday night. But uh, yeah. I see you're, you got a big matchup with uh, Kimberly right on the yes. horizon. I'm Yeah, so I'm wrestling Kimberly on the Saturday night for Rise of the Knockouts, um, which is Rise 9. Um, so we just mm -hmm. had Rise 8 uh, last Friday. I'm losing track of my time. On Friday in L.A., um, and we're in like a four-way match, and I eliminated her, and then she decided to pull me out of the ring and beat me up and then throw me back into – get spine busted by Mercedes Martinez and then I got eliminated. So now we have a score to settle and we will settle, be settling this score on Saturday night in Naperville. <laughs> there you go. Ooh, I love it. And if you're not able to make it to Naperville, this will be streaming live on Twitch. Again, this is going to be Rise of the Knockout. So, um, yeah, that's how you catch Rise. And I, I, I don't know if it's been um, announced yet, but there's a possibility that the Nova show may be able to uh, be streamed on powerbomb.tv. But if not, if you're in the area, you know, step on down to Virginia and catch you a, a glimpse of Nova pros. One of their biggest, typically each year, Nova, uh, excuse me, Americans, their American slangs typically put on their biggest cards and absolutely within this car, you it's a possibility of their biggest match to be of the year. And that's literally been a trend the last two times. Mm -hmm. Last year it was my favorite show they did all year. It was it was a hot one from top to bottom last year. Yeah. And the way the heat is here in the DC area, we were already on track to burn it down this Friday night at the JCC in Fairfax, Virginia. Yeah. That was horrible. No, of course. I I, I will go for the worst, cheesiest lines there is. Hey. <laughs> I have no shame. No shame. <laughs> You are like the pun master, actually. You are. You, <laughs> I mean, I don't know how you dropped the ball there, but typically you nail it. <laughs> and she left oh. you out, so that's that's that. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. All right. So yeah. Um. Before we wrap up, um, any of you from from our side, any, any additional questions for her? 
And and just by the way, you, you you're not getting off the show without singing us a line. We 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 yes, we all do know that you have um um a singing background. So go ahead and um let's see what's what's Beyonce's latest song? That's a band. That. <laughs> I think that. I think that counts. I think that counts. Yeah. Well, we we definitely we definitely scored that one. We we weren't yeah. even worthy for that actually. <laughs> well, we all got her back for you, man. I got her back. <laughs> you know, it all comes around. It all That's comes what buddies do. You know, I got I got her back for you. <laughs> so you have any you have anything you want to plug? Um, you know, your social medias or any other shows or anything we may have missed. Oh, yeah, I suppose I should plug my social medias. Um, <laughs> I'm on the Instagram and the Twitter as Shazza underscore McKenzie. Uh, my Facebook is Shazza McKenzie. Um, and then my internet, what else do I have? Oh, Pro Wrestling Tees forward slash Shazza McKenzie uh, and WrestlerMerch.com. Shazza McKenzie. You should also you should definitely purchase from wrestlermerch.com if you're Australian specifically because that is the best place to go for all Australian professional wrestlers merchandise. I'll make sure I get that in the description. That's a new one to me, so I'll I'll make sure I get that plugged in for you. Thank you. Um um and oh, I forgot about the very first question I wanted to ask you because I just noticed <laughs> it today. When did the hardcore monitor <laughs> come about? I I love it. I just want to know where did it come about? So someone like messaged me, like a fan messaged me like a couple of days ago and they're like, oh, you should be the queen of hardcore. And I was like, oh, I feel like the queen of blah, 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 or like, like is, is a very overdone moniker. So I was like, <laughs> oh, maybe I'll just try hardcore. And then the reason I've written it out is because I got announced as um, hardcore Shazza McKenzie like over the weekend or whatever. And then I had people coming up to me and be like, oh, you're a hardcore wrestler. I was like. No, 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 hardcore, heart, like, because I've got a heart, yeah, like, no, no, no tax for me, please. No, 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 bleeding black and yellow, not my style. So, in Philly, you will stop at your car, but CCW is way out the question, huh? Yeah, yeah, I'll. I'll just do the Shikara for now. Yeah. Oh, I, I might as well put my two cents in there then. If you if that's the case, throw some hearts around it so that there's no misinterpretation. Cause you know we live in an era where people don't read. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so th throw a few emojis in there. Like, oh, I get it now. But like yeah. duh, it's already like, spelled out. It's when someone <laughs> says it, it's like on a microphone, it's very hard to understand. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, oh hardcore. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. 
Well, again, thank you so much for taking time out of your busy flight after flight and, you know, probably sleepless nights and all that other good stuff to uh, chat it up with us. And uh, we definitely look forward to coming uh, to you coming in town Friday. Yeah. And uh, we can catch you on Twitch Saturday and Sunday. So, um, but yeah, definitely. Um, and this show is brought to you uh, by the sponsors of Denny's because we need that plug. Yep, <laughs> <laughs> But again, so much for joining us and everyone who's tuned in and all the tweets and all that other stuff. We appreciate you guys for watching and uh, we'll catch you guys uh, Friday. I don't know. We, we got something else coming up this week. We'll see. But anyway, yeah, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, y'all.